Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb Weekly. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. We have a great show for you today, a great broadcast called Three Tips to Help You Prosper in Today's World. And guys, today's world, you can look around and it can seem dark, it can seem broken, and it is, right? The world has always been dark and broken. Even when Jesus came into the world, it was at a really, really dark time in history for for the Jewish people. And he died a brutal death on the cross because of Roman punishment. I mean, guys, he came into a really difficult time on the earth. And so the world has always been broken. The world has always been dark. There has always been trouble. There have always been wars. There have always been famines. There's always been pestilence all the time in the, in the word. You can see it. There's always been sin, but guys take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. And I am not here to tell you on this broadcast. I'm not here to tell you that your life is always going to be rosy and perfect uh, because you follow the certain set of, of, um, tips or whatever, but I will tell you that God rewards our faith. And even as I come to you today, I come to you as a fellow struggler and I, I hate it, but there is an autoimmune disease that um, has been messing with me for about 32 years. And uh, I don't call it my autoimmune disease. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to the pit of hell. It belongs to this broken world. It does not belong to me. But I do struggle from time to time with this autoimmune disease. It's like lupus. It makes me very sick. I'm having it today. I've had it all weekend. You know, it just is what it is. But you know what, guys, what did Jesus say? In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And guys, I take heart. And I'm going to talk to you guys about people in the Bible and scriptures that talk about prospering. And prospering is biblical. And no, you won't have a perfect life. But I'm telling you, if you don't give in to the things that are coming against you, your life is going to be so much happier. There was a season when I would give in to this disease and I would lay in bed and no kidding, it would last for 23 days. I would be in bed off and on. It's What I have is like lupus. It's called Stills disease. It's no fun. I've had it since I was in my early 20s. And uh, But you know what, guys? I don't give into it anymore. And I pray for healing and I continually pray for healing, even though it still manifests its ugly head from time to time. And it's always when I'm under stress, I still pray for healing and I believe for healing and I will never give up until the day I go see Jesus in heaven because his word says, do not give up. His word says to always pray continually. His word says to beat on the door at midnight and keep asking. And so I'm going to keep asking. And guys, there is a driver. A driver is a force that people have within them that causes them to do what they do. And my biggest driver, Do you know what it is? Besides telling people about Jesus and how much I love the Lord. But my driver is I do not want to get to heaven and find out. And I know we're going to be happy in heaven. There's no tears in heaven. So I don't know how this all works, but I don't want to get to heaven 
and see that there were things that I had access to on this earth from the word of God that I could have stood on and lived my life to the fullest, that I could have lived my life with exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ask or imagine according to the measure of faith that's in me. I don't want to get to heaven and see that there were these, I I heard the story one time about uh, this man went to heaven and uh, there this St. Peter took him around, you know, it's just, you know, it's a story. And, uh, and uh, I think it was actually in the prayer of Jabez, that book. I love that book. I love that prayer. We pray that prayer every day at my house, but I think it was the prayer of Jabez or secrets of the vine, one of the two, but anyway, it talked about this man being led around heaven by, I guess it was St. Peter. And he saw this room, this big, 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 big warehouse room, huge room with all of these white boxes with red bows. And he was looking at them and he saw them and he said, what are all these things? What are these white boxes with red bows? And Peter or whoever was taking him around said, these are all of the things that were not asked for. These are the gifts that God had for people that he would have given them had they asked, had they stood on the word of God and asked. And guys, I think about that all the time. And so what are your white boxes with red bows that are going to be in heaven that Jesus would have given to you had you only asked? And so that's my little intro for today. I'm so glad to see you, Kelsey. Hello. And uh, I can't see if you're in the Help Club for Moms online group, uh, leave a comment and say who your name is because I can't tell. There's a few comments on there from the online group. But yes, a fellow struggler here too. And I want to hear from you guys. But you know what I want to hear today? I want to hear praise. Like, what is a praise? What is something that God has done for you lately? Because I feel like there's always things that God is doing. God is always at work around us. Whether we notice him or not, whether we see him or not, he's always at work around us. He's always doing good because God is good. God is love. He loves us with an everlasting love. He never leaves us or forsakes us. So he's always doing good things. Even in this bad world, when all we focus on, and I, and I will invite you today to pray about turning off the news, social media, um, and keep praying for Israel because I, I pray for Israel in the middle of the night. I pray for those hostages and all of the countries that are affected by this and all the children that are caught in the crossfire and the women and the men that are caught in the crossfire of this whole thing. But I'm praying, right? But I'm not watching the news because it's too overwhelming for me. And it's so easy to look at the news and just see bad things instead of the good things that God is doing. And so let's talk about a praise. So I'm going to say a praise. Okay. So my husband and I just went on a long vacation, a well needed vacation, and we had saved up money to go. We were, I usually, sometimes I'll go tag along with my husband on his business trips. And I was tagging along with him. This one was for the families too, but I didn't realize that uh, the company was paying for everything. They even gave us money for food every day. They gave us, uh, they gave us a rental car. They gave us a hotel and they extended our stay even beyond when the company event was over. And they gave us park passes to Universal Studios. I don't, I don't go to Universal, but we were walking around having a lot of fun. Um, but it was just, you know, they gave us season passes there. And so, I mean, I know that, you know, all the stuff in Orlando is can be controversial, but all I'm saying is God has given us so much in this trip and we didn't even need the money we had saved up to pay for this trip. 
Um, and so we're going to use it for a no trip. And so anyway, that was God. He provided for us in an unexpected ways. And I want to hear from you guys. And so Kelsey, let me read this. Kelsey says, God brought my marriage back together today. Praise God. I asked him for help and he made me surrender my hurt to him and his love broke through to both of us. And I'm just going to praise and thank you, Jesus, for that miracle. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. You're so good. And I pray for all the marriages that need breakthrough, all the sicknesses that need breakthrough, all the financial situations that need breakthrough. And Lord, I just pray for breakthrough for everybody who's watching today because God has your breakthrough. And it might not always come the way you think it's going to come, but he has your breakthrough. So thank you for sharing that, Kelsey. Who else has a prayer request, uh, a praise? And then also who else has a prayer request? And I'm going to start praying, but you can type in your comments right now while I'm praying. And please tag a friend. If you're in the online group and you have a friend uh, in the group, we have a nine, almost 9,000 women group, Help Club for Moms online group. If you're in that group, please tag one of your friends that you think might be blessed by today's broadcast who needs encouragement. I want to say hello to our YouTube moms, to our Help Club for Moms on the uh, main Facebook page moms, and all of our moms on the podcast. Hello. We love you. We're so thankful that you're here. We pray for you every day. I'm telling you guys, we love you and we're so grateful. But most of all, Jesus loves you and he has a great plan for your life. So I'm going to open us up in prayer. Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, for breath in our body and life in our bones. Thank you for children to love and husbands to be married to and the ones that are single moms. Help them to look to you as their husband, that you are their provider. You are their husband. You are the father of their children. God, you will help them. And so, Lord, let them see you as their father, uh, the children's father, their husband, the lover of their souls. God, I pray that you would encourage all of our single moms in our audience today. And Lord, we just invite you in. And Lord, we want to pray for this war over with Israel. There's so much happening, Lord. You know everything that is happening. And your word tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Your word tells us to pray. And Lord, we pray today, according to the word of God, deliver Israel from all their troubles. Give their leadership wisdom. And Lord, I pray for those hostages. Lord, they have been on my heart. I pray that wherever they are, and Lord, and guys, I invite you to pray for this and keep praying for this. God, you are the God of miracles. And wherever those hostages are, I pray that you will lead those people to them and not a hair on their head will be harmed. We ask you for a miracle. You are a good God. And I pray that you would put your presence around those hostages and all those other people affected on the Gaza Strip, all those people affected. Lord, you would put your protective presence, your love, your angels around them. And God, guide Israel to those hostages and just be Jesus, be the Lord of all in that area. God, they need you to be the Lord of all. And we need you to be the Lord of all of our life to Jesus. We need you to show us how to prosper. We need you to show us how to live by faith even more in this broken world. The world needs to have a group of people that are always constantly living by hope, living by the word, pointing the way to you that with God, all things are possible and that you are good. Lord, let us be beacons of hope for our world and never give in to the devil telling us there is no hope. It will always be hard. It will always be broken. My marriage will never get better. A relationship with a child will always be broken. It will always be hard. Lord Jesus, we just rebuke Satan in Jesus name from everyone watching this video today, uh, 
five years from now, whenever they're watching or listening in on the podcast, we just rebuke the enemy in Jesus name. And we say that we will believe your word and we will not believe the lies of the enemy in Jesus name. Come Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, let's see if we have any more praises. Please pray for my sister. Her name, okay, for Brenna. I will definitely do that, Ama. Yes, hello, God is good. I see that on YouTube. Thank you, thank you. Okay, I have some announcements to make. So the October mothering kits are phenomenal, you guys. At myhelpclubformoms.com, you can see the October mothering kits. And this month, we have a theme. Every month, we have a theme. And this month, it is the wise woman makes her home a haven. Wise Woman Makes Her Home a Haven. It's so beautiful. We also talk about making your heart a haven for your husband. But I want to show you this beautiful principle. If, if you have teenagers over in the Mothering Kits, we have this ebook called A Five-Day Letter for Moms, Letter Prompts to Encourage Your Tween and Teens to Guard Their Hearts. And every day in this, it teaches you how to write a letter to your children to with scripture to encourage them to guard their hearts. And this one is day one is learn God's truth to recognize the lies of the enemy. And you can write this letter to your children. You can mail it to them, but that's an ebook that we have this month and it's a five day one. And then also for our, our other ones, for our children, we have for little children, we have this month, our heart is God's home. And it's a way of teaching your children that your heart is God's home with scripture. And also we have, Oh, I love this one. We have Be Like Christ, Dinnertime Discipleship over there too. It's beautiful. And so this month it's therefore be the imitators of God as beloved children. But you're teaching your children how to be like Christ. And there's a parent guide that goes with it. So these are just a few of the things that we have here in the mothering kits. And you can go to myhelpclubformoms.com and you can... Uh, sign up for two weeks free and check it out. You can have access to the October Mothering Kit. There's videos over there. There's printables. They're beautiful. It will help you to create a Christ-centered home. It'll help you to have a better marriage. It will help you to learn to worship. We have the most beautiful worship music in there with Jen, our worship pastor. And guys, it will encourage you and teach you how to have a Christ-centered home. That is what we want to do here at Help Club is teach women how to know the love of Jesus and teach them also how to have a Christ-centered home. And that's what those Mothering Kits Kids do. So that's my first announcement. And then the second one is I would like to thank all of our partners. We have so many monthly partners at Help Club. We have people that give once a year. And I just want to thank our partners. We couldn't do what we do without you. All of Help Club for Moms. We have one part-time person, but everybody else, including me at Help Club for Moms, is a volunteer. And we just have a heart on fire for Jesus and changing the face of the next generation. And so we are starting a part partner campaign between now and the end of the year. And we have a special event for only 15 moms. So the first moms, five, uh, 15 moms to give $500 or more to, and it's a tax deductible. We are a nonprofit. It's just like, uh, as if you were giving to a church, it's a tax deductible donation of $500 or more. The first 15 moms get to come to a beautiful partner event. We're having February 9th and the 10th, you'll fly into Denver. You pay for your own travel expenses, but we will take care of you while you're here. And uh, you will not believe how beautiful this conference will be. You'll get to be ministered to. We'll pray over you. And we are scholarshipping in two moms. They still have to pay for their travel expenses. But if we have two moms that cannot uh, 
afford to give, but they can pay for their travel expenses. We have spots for two scholarships and you can apply for those at admin at helpclubformoms.com. But it's the Beloved Mom Partner event and you are going to love it. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, and so Kelsey should, yep, she put the donate one right there. So if you are interested in becoming a partner at Help Club for Moms and helping it to reach moms around the world, guys, we reach a million moms. I mean, it goes up and down. Like sometimes it's 940,000 a month. Sometimes it's a million moms a month, but we reach around a million moms a month on our Pinterest account. That is crazy. That is God's favor. On our podcast, we reach around between Five and 10,000 downloads every month on our podcast. And we have books, our mother and kids, everything. It is amazing, you guys, what the Lord is doing at Help Club. So if you would like to partner with Help Club, please go to our donate page and donate. And then if you want to come to our conference, email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. And our first 15 women that give $500 or more will be able to come. And you will love that. Okay. Then the last thing is tomorrow night at 6 p.m., I just want to remind all of our mother and kit moms that we're having our Zoom night tomorrow night and uh, it, check your email. And if you haven't signed up for the mother and kids, if you sign up today, you'll get the Zoom email, you'll get the reminder. And so you will be able to join our Zoom tomorrow night at 6 p.m. And it's a wonderful group of women. It's a small group. We go through the mother and kids together. We pray for each other. We encourage each other and we make friends. These are women all over the world that come to this Zoom group and you will love it. So I hope you can join us. Okay, so now three tips for prospering in today's world. And I want to tell you guys what prospering is not. Before I go on, I think the word prosper has gotten a bad rap over, I guess, the past 20 years with the prosperity gospel preachers and everything like that. Prospering is not does not mean that God is going to give you a Mercedes or you won't have any problems. And God does give some people Mercedes. God gives some people a lot of money. And, it, you know, that's between them and God. And I do know and I will tell you that tithing is a huge income booster. If you tithe to your church, what does the word say? Oh, my goodness. Malachi, I don't have it right in front of me, but it says and you can even test God in this. Test me in this and see if I do not pour out uh, pour out the floodgates of heaven on you. I will keep the deadly pest from devouring your crops. You can test the Lord when you donate to your church, when you tithe, when you give to ministries or whatever you do. God says that he will bless you. And do you know what? This is going to sound silly, but we have gophers and really bad gophers where we live. And our gophers... Uh, they can actually mess up our driveway. That's how bad our gophers are. And my husband and I have been on a walk the past week when we got back from vacation. And when we come back, I see all these piles and my husband tries to trap the gophers and he gets some, but a lot of them, he can't get them. And I just prayed uh, the other day. I said, Lord, your word says when we tithe that you will keep the deadly pests from devouring our crops. And my husband and I tied to our church. We tied to help club. We give offerings. We take care of little kids around the world that don't have food with uh, compassion. And with uh, one child, we have lots of things that we do. And I'm not telling you this to tell you that, oh, I'm a great giver. I'm telling you this because God's principles work. And when we started tithing to our church, our pastor, it was so cool at this Baptist church, he said, if he listen, his name is Pastor Bill Lighty, and it was Chapel Hills Baptist Church. And I learned so much there. I was a new believer. And he did this thing. They were building a new building, and it was called Build for a Miracle. 
And he said, we will give you your money back if you donate to this building fund and you need the money back. And he said, he's never had anyone take him up on that offer because God has always blessed them. And when my husband and I gave to that building fund, we gave over and above our tithe and we didn't have, we had like $50 a week for groceries. We were not doing well financially. I was on bed rest, so I had to quit my job, but God saw our offering and our gifts. And we asked him to bless us. And he did. My husband's income went so much higher than it was at that time. And we were so blessed and it's continued to grow. So tithing is just one of those Bible principles that God will bless you. So be sure to give to your church guys and give offerings, check out Compassion International, give to Help Club, but I'm telling you, God will bless you. And so I just want to tell you that prospering is not that you'll just get rich, but some people do. And you will have trouble in this world still, but it doesn't mean that you're not prospering. Like, even though I'm sick today, I'm still prospering because God has given me the strength to do this video. He's given me the strength. I have meetings today. I'm going to keep on with my meetings. He's given me the strength to help me to prosper, even in a, a season of being sick today. So he will help you prosper. Get you know, get out of bed. If, if you struggle with an ongoing sickness, Ask God to give you the strength to get out of bed, get out of bed, get your body moving, go for a walk, worship. I'm telling you guys, worship will change your life. I worship every day. I sing that song. I love that song by Maverick City, and it's called Firm Foundation. And it talks about the fact that Christ is our firm foundation. And I was on vacation and I'll just share this with you, but um. Oh, I was on vacation and we were at my sweet mom-in-law and dad-in-law's house. And we went to see this movie and it was about the Duck Dynasty guy. And it showed his mother uh, and she was crazy kind of. And she went to um, like, they took her away because she was crazy and she would have, you know, fits and mental illness. And uh, they gave her shock treatments. And then it triggered something in me because um my mother also had that and she was in a mental hospital and she had shock treatments, which is really even hard for me to talk about. And uh, I felt so bad for her. That was the only treatment that they had back then in the seventies. And, um, and I was really feeling like the enemy was pulling me down in like a hole uh, and I was really wanting to cry and all that stuff. And I told my husband, I go, I'm gonna go take a bath. And so I took a bath and I got out of the bathtub and I stood there and I sang that song, Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand. When everything around me is shaking, I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus. He'll never let me down. He's faithful to generations. And he, anyway, I just started singing that song and it lifted me up. I feel like the enemy was dragging me down to a pit to remind me of my childhood and the things that were hard about it with my own mom. But I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going down to that pit. I am, I am delivered. I am a new cre creation. You know, I, I have a hope in a future. It doesn't matter what my family was like. God has delivered me as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And maybe some of you guys need to hear that today, no matter what your family was like, no matter what your mom was like, as for you and your household, you will serve the Lord and you will see miracles. You will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Guys, we have to do things God's way. And I'm going to tell you about it right now. But I just I don't want you thinking that life is always perfect. I am not a prosperity gospel preacher. 
I'm telling you the truth. Life is hard, but we can prosper. Okay. And before I forget, I forgot to ask you guys to share the video. Do you know how many people tell us that people come to the help club because they saw something on Facebook and they don't remember what it was and it was a video or something. So anyway, share the video with your friends and uh, that would really help us. Okay. So I'm going to read you some scriptures about prospering. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I love seeing all your comments on here. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, Priscilla, Nebraska. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Kelsey, for your help. I really appreciate you. Hello from the Philippines, Karen. Oh, bless you, sweet Karen. I'm so glad. Oh, okay. Two of my children just lost their brand new winter jackets. I'm praying that they can find them at school. Okay. I'm going to pray that for you. We're going to go down the list and we are going to pray for all, all, all of these. Brenna, thank you. We're going to pray for all these prayer requests. And Julie, I'm so glad you're here. And oh, P says, I desire to be so generous and need continue healing and strength. Thank you. Thank you. I love you so much. I'm so thankful that you're here. Yes. Morning, Deb Weekly, Julianne Marner, Marler. Julianne Marler Jackson here. Blessings come pouring down when you give cheerfully as the Lord leads. Everything about your basic needs, good clothing, shelters, abundance. You have extra and you can spread it around. Amen. 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 Thank you, Julie. I love you so much. Julie is such an amazing woman of God, you guys. If you if you ever get a chance to know her, she's amazing. Okay, I'm going to read some scriptures to you. And get your Bible, unless you're driving. <laughs> Don't get your Bible. But uh, Genesis 26, I'm going to read you some scriptures about prospering, okay? The first one is Genesis 26, verse 13, okay? And I love the New King James Version. I like a lot of different versions of the Bible, but I like all of them, honestly. But uh, I'm going to read you out of the New King James. But listen to this. So, um, oh, wait, I can't tell if this is the right one. Hold on. Therefore, let me look here. Sorry, guys. It was talking about Jacob. Let me make sure I have it. Oh, here it is. Okay, Isaac. Okay, so Genesis 26, 12 to 13. Genesis 26, 12 to 13. Okay, then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. The, so anybody that thinks that we're not supposed to prosper, listen to the scripture. <laughs> the man began to prosper. And continued prospering until he had become very prosperous. <laughs> Isn't that great? And then verse 14, for he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So that's 12 through 14a. But list that. let me read that again. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Okay, so now De Deuteronomy 29 verse 9. Deuteronomy 29 verse 9. And listen to this. Therefore, keep the words of this covenant and do them that you may prosper in all you do. And there are certain. So we don't live under the law anymore. Jesus came to fulfill the law. My husband and I were actually talking about this the other day. And this is an interesting little side note. So my husband was like, are all the Old Testament promises for us? And I said, well, I said, if Jesus came to fulfill the law, then all of the promises that are in him are yes and amen. And he becomes our promise. He becomes uh, what we need. He becomes the fulfiller of all the promises. And I, this is a half-baked idea. I need to re, uh, to think about it more. But we were saying that if Jesus came to fulfill the law, then Jesus is the one who we we get our promises from. And we we get all of our, we get all of his promises are yes and amen. And Jesus came to fulfill the law. And Jesus wants you to have life abundant. 
And so I was just thinking all of the promises of God are found in Jesus. He came to gave us to give us life and life abundant. And we have everything we need for life and godliness already deposited in us through Christ. So everything that we need is through Christ. So all of your needs will be met through Christ. You have been given everything you need to raise your children, to be the wife that you've been created to be, to live a successful life on this earth at this time in history. He says he gives us everything we need for life and godliness. And so you already have everything you need and we don't have to keep trying to get it because it's already in us. It's in the Holy Spirit and Jesus and what he did on the cross and rose from the dead and came over, overcame all of everything, all the demonic everything. And oh my goodness, you guys, we have so much. Just take a day, take, take an hour and sit down with God and say, God, what do I have access to you in Christ? Show me scriptures. He'll show you some scriptures. You'll be blown away. Okay. So let me, let me read another scripture to you. And this is the new Testament. Okay. So it's third John one verse two. So if you're like, well, what about the new Testament? So this is the New Testament, 3 John 1, verse 2. Okay, New King James. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That's 3 John 1, verse 2. And let me read to you what the concordance says. This is really special. Do you guys ever do the blue letter Bible? I love it. The Blue Letter Bible uh, has a concordance, and it's so good. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what this word prosper is in the Greek. Third John one two, and uh, okay, here we go. So I'm gonna go here, and uh, it's this word right here. Okay, so if you look at the Blue Letter Bible, it's an app. It's a free app, and it looks like this. And this is the word, and I'm gonna let it uh, pronounce it for you. Okay, so listen. Strong's G 2137, you are Dao. You are Dao. So the Greek word is you are Dao. But you know what it means? To grant a prosperous and expeditious journey, to lead by a direct and easy way, to grant a successful issue, to cause to prosper, to prosper, be successful. And in Strong's definition, and I learned this from Robert Morris. He says that this word is right here in Strong's and it says to help on the road, succeed in reaching, to succeed in business affairs, to have a prosperous journey. And Robert Morris said, it's like helping you on the road and God is helping you. Would you want the Lord to help you along the way? That's what prospering means is that the Lord will help you along the way. And so that's 3 John 1 verse 2. And so um, those are scriptures about what it means to prosper and that prospering is in the Bible. And guys, when we look at the world right now, it's easy to be discouraged. It's easy to be discouraged and think, why were why were my kids born at this time in history? And I'm afraid for their future. I'm afraid for my future. But guys, that's not the way we're supposed to live our lives, because we got to remember as evil rises, God is rising even more because he is God. God does miracles. He does it. He still does miracles. Anybody that tells you that there are no miracles today or there are no spiritual gifts, guys, you don't want to follow people like that. You look at the Bible and read the Bible and nowhere in the Bible does it say that we do not have spiritual gifts anymore. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that miracles ceased. 
That is not true. And you know what I hear all the time is people that go on mission trips to third world countries, you see more miracles there because they are desperate and they need miracles. But guys, God still does miracles. You can have a personal relationship with Jesus. God speaks to you still. It wasn't just for the people of the Bible. The word says God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that is the same thing with the spiritual gifts. You still have access to all these gifts, these seeds that are inside of you that you received when you became a Christian. And there's seeds that grow as you grow in Christ, as you lean on God and ask him for help. Those seeds, all those seeds of, of spiritual gifts and the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, all of those are going to keep growing as you keep growing in Christ. But do not be discouraged about the world that we live in because God is going to give you everything that you need to live in today's world. Guys, God has strategies, plans, miracles for whoever is ready to ask for them, for whoever is willing to walk by faith with the Lord and ask him to do miracles. And I'll just give you an example. So the my husband and I, you know, my husband, we save money for retirement and, um, you know, we invest in the stock market and we we only invest in things that are, are Christ centered. We don't invest in companies that are against God. We're very careful with our investing. Uh, we actually have a list that we've told our investors that we don't want to invest in bad companies. Any of these bad companies, we won't invest in them. If they're against God or any weird stuff, we don't invest in them. But um, so we, my husband and I were on a walk. And I think it was in uh, 2021 and uh, the investments were going down and, you know, things were like, you know, stock market was down. People's investments were down. And my husband and I started talking about the fact that there were people in the depression that prospered. There were people that were in the right place at the right time, even when the economy was bad or our country was at war and they prospered. And so we asked the Lord for ideas and blessing and strategies. And do you know what happened? This is so crazy. This is only God could have done this. So we asked him to bless our investments. We asked him for wisdom with our money. We asked him uh, to help us prosper, even if the world around us isn't prospering, that you would help us to prosper and give us ideas and strategies. And <laughs> so this new social media platform just showed up out of nowhere. And I and I someone texted me and said that it's about to go public that they had read an article that said it's about to go public. And my husband and I, we, we just, we saved money for, for things. And we put $5,000 down on this investment and we prayed and we said, God, is this what well, we prayed ahead of time? And we said, Lord, is this what you want us to invest in? And he said, yes. And, um, it was one of those things that just kind of went crazy when it opened up and we made enough. We, we only had to put a little bit more cash down, but it was like two thirds of my new car. And we sold it. We bought it and we sold it right away. And uh, then it went down. And so we we got money. We sold it and we took that money and we put it towards my car. And uh, I mean, I think we had to come up with three or four thousand dollars for my car. And it's a newer car. And but that's just one example. And we tithe after we you know we got our money. We always tithe. And um, I'm just telling you guys, ask God for strategies for right now, and don't look around the world. And I'm still asking God for strategies with my husband and our finances and our investments and our health and our family and all health club and all these things. I'm still asking God for ideas and strategies. 
And I sit with him and he has told me that he wants me to sit with him and ask him for ideas and strategies for help club. And so I do sit with him and, uh, and I write it down, whatever he tells me. And so I just want to invite you to know that God will give you what you need in today's world and you will prosper. And so I just want to put that out there. And, um, so then, um, okay. So let's just go on into this. Oh, and by the way, guys, I love praising God for the small things. On our vacation, my husband and I started asking the Lord to put us in the right place at the right time uh, because it was very crowded where we were and dinner reservations were hard to come by. And so, you know, in the morning, my husband and I, we just started saying, Lord, put us in the right place at the right time. And I'm telling you guys, it was crazy. We would walk up and then someone would just leave these tables, like like a, a table in an area that didn't need a reservation. And they'd be just leaving as we walked up. Oh, my gosh. And I would say, thank you, Lord, for this table. Or we would get a close up parking place or something. I was really tired one day and and we prayed for a parking place up front and someone just pulled out and we got the parking place. And I know that sounds silly, like a lot of people don't like like that kind of a thing, but I like it. I like asking God for everything because I also like to praise God when something happens. I feel like it brings him glory and uh, I praise him. And so we were praying, Lord, put us in the right time at the right place. And so guys, write that down. Ask God to put you in the right place at the right time every day. Lord, I pray over everybody here watching or listening, put them in the right place at the right time in Jesus name. Okay. So I'm going to get into our talk. So um, number one, Number one, and I know that we talk about this a lot at Help Club, okay? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, thank you. Who is this that said I love it too? I can't see your name. But um, okay, so I know that we talk about this all the time at Help Club, but we'll always talk about this at Help Club. And you're probably like, oh, you're talking about this again. But I, I mean, this is like, I just, we have to talk about this. So the number one way to prosper in all you do in today's world is to spend time with God. And I would not have strategies. I would not be in the right place at the right time. I would not be able to get myself up out of bed when I'm sick. I would not have a close family. I would not know how to lead help club. I would not know how to have good friendships if I didn't spend time with the Lord because he tells me. Do you know the word says he tells you his secrets to those who spend time with him? And he has things to tell you about your life, about your family, about your finances, about your health, everything. If you will sit with him and spend time with him and talk to him. And the word says, pray continually, pray without ceasing. He wants to be your best friend. Just talk to him. And if you you have trouble hearing God's voice, just say, Lord, I have trouble hearing your voice. Can you help me hear your voice, Lord? Help me hear your voice. Just keep talking to him all day and then write down what he tells you. So now let me just tell you, you cannot afford right now, especially with everything that's happening in the world, okay, with everything happening in the world and all the scary things, especially today, we cannot afford not to spend time with the Lord because you need his wisdom for your life. You cannot do things like the world does things. If you try to do things the way the world does them, you won't get the same results as if you try to do things God's way, okay? So uh, I love John 16 verse 13 says that, I love this. Let me just read it to you. John 16, verse 13. And remember, as a Christ follower, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. So John 16, 13 says, but when he, this is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, 
He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. And Kelsey's going to post the uh, the New Living Translation. And I also have it here. It's so good, you guys. The New Living Translation says, um, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard from God. And he will tell you about the future. Do you want to know how to be prepared for the future? Ask God. Ask him. Spend time with him. Say, Holy Spirit, speak to me about the future. Like for my husband and I, with our investments, we say, Lord, guide us into all truth and show us the things that are to come with our money. Like, what do you want us doing with our money right now? Show us the things that are to come. What is what does the future hold, Lord? You know the future. Tell us. And I'm not just saying he lays out the whole thing that's happening in the future, but he guides us in little steps to be prepared. He did it all during COVID to be prepared for things. He did it in 2008, even though we lost our money in the stock market back then, but he brought us the house that we live in at a a third of the price of what it was on the market for because it went to an auction. But I'm telling you guys, if you ask God for help, if you spend time with him, he will help you. Okay. So ask him to guide you into all truth and show you the things that are to come and ask for more of his presence. Guys, his presence is what you need. And listen to Exodus 33, 15. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go up with us, do not send us from here. And we carry the presence of God because of the Holy Spirit. But the word also says that we can ask for more of the Holy Spirit. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? My husband and I just look and think about Elisha. When he went to Elijah, Elisha asked Elijah for a double portion of his spirit and he got it. Well, my husband and I ask the Lord for a quadruple portion of the Holy Spirit, because I'm like, you know what, if Elijah's going to ask for double, I'm going to ask for quadruple or even a hundred, whatever. But my husband and I, every day we ask for a quadruple portion of the Holy Spirit. We ask for more of the Holy Spirit than we could ever even imagine, because the Holy Spirit, oh, I love Corey Tenboom. She says she was a uh, in the in a concentration camp and she lost her dad and her sister in the concentration camp, but she got out. And she became a a missionary. And she said, trying to do the Lord's work in your own strength is the most exhausting work there is. And we do not want to do what we're doing. We don't want to be a mom in our own strength. We don't want to be a wife in our own strength. So ask for the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask to be filled, 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 filled to the brim. When I'm starting to feel tired and sick, I just say, Lord, fill me even more with your spirit. By your stripes, I was healed. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I speak out scripture. I ask the Lord for help. And so... Ask him for more of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Oh, and then the next thing, don't do anything without asking God first. And my husband and I, we pray and we ask for wisdom every day in the morning. And the word says, if any of you lacks wisdom, it's in James, the book of James, let him ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. So we ask for wisdom every day. We commit our day to the Lord in our prayer time. But we also ask God what to do on things. And I love reading through the Old Testament because you get a really good glimpse of people's lives when they asked God for help and when they did things on their own. It was a completely different, um, like we've been studying in Joshua. I've been reading it for months and we're going through the series at our church. 
And the pastor said yesterday, it was so good that you see the Kings like, like Joshua, he wasn't a King, but uh, Joshua went. And when they took Jericho, they asked God for strategies. And he said, go around, you know, walk around the city seven times. And on the seventh day, yell. And it broke both of the walls going into Jerusalem. And one of those walls was 12 feet thick, you guys. And that was his first strategy. But then Joshua didn't ask God for help with this city called AI. And he just sent out some spies and they said, we can take them. And he forgot to ask God. And then they were, they were beaten. And God came to him and said, this is what I want you to do. You know, there were some things that happened that he had to do. He tore his clothes. He came to God and he goes, I'm sorry, God. I, you know, basically I should have asked you for help. And God gave him a new strategy to send part of the army in the front and part of the army in the back for an ambush. And then they overtake them and took the plunder and everything. So God has different strategies. He doesn't do the same thing all the time. There's all like what happened with you in last season, you're going to have different strategies for this season. That's why we stay close to him. And like in John 15, five, that says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And that's just a biblical principle that we have to stay close to the Lord. Okay. Number two, stay faithful each day. Okay. To what the Lord brings. And I, I see this prayer request right here. Okay. I'm going to pray right there. I'm going to pray for you guys. Everybody, we're going to get prayer for everybody today. Okay. So number two, stay faithful each day to what the Lord brings across your path. Every day I commit my phone to the Lord. I commit my time to the Lord, my schedule, my day. And I will not, I will tell you, I, I haven't been uh, as intentional as I should have been. And recently the Lord's been bringing me back to this principle that he told me he wanted me to commit my day to him. And he wanted me to commit my time, my schedule, my phone, whoever texts me, whoever calls me, whoever I meet out when I'm out and about, those are the people that I'm supposed to minister to. And so my phone doesn't get overwhelmed with texts or phone calls. And when people text me, I text them back. When people call me, I call them back. You know, I, I'm, I'm, God shows me and he protects my schedule. Honestly, I am very busy, but I'm not overwhelmingly busy because God is in control of my schedule, but he has been bringing me conviction that I haven't really been looking out as much as I should be for the people when I'm out and about to minister to. And so I'm making some changes and I'm praying for that every day, but commit your schedule to the Lord and your time to the Lord. Okay, guys, that's a big deal. And, and stay faithful guys, the little things that you do in your life, the Bible says he who is faithful with little will be faithful with much. And when God sees you being faithful with changing diapers, cleaning your house, cooking for your family, driving everybody to and fro, being patient with your husband, patient with your children, patient with your mom or your mother-in-law, when you're not fighting with people, when you're trying to be patient with people who drive you crazy, all the little things that you do, God sees you and he's going to bless you and ask him for help. Ask him for help with those difficult relationships. Ask him for help with your finances. Ask him for help to be able to get things done in your home because he will help you. And as you're being faithful with little, he's going to give you more. Okay, guys, but he sees it. Um, and don't look to the world for advice. Please don't look to Oprah for advice. Please do not look to Oprah for advice. Please do not look to the people of this world that are not strong professing Christians that are not talking about the word of God. Guys, we live, the word says that we are a peculiar people. And, um, 
The word also says that the disciples were ordinary men who turned the world upside down, but they had to do it God's way. We have to do things God's way. Please do not look to people. Look to people. If you're going to now pastors, people who are speaking truth, people who are biblical, listen to them. Listen to those scriptures. The word says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I listen to sermons all day long. Find preachers that are faith filled, not preachers that are, are preaching hellfire and damnation and, and that you're you're filthy in God's sight. The word says the righteousness of man is filthy rags. But guys, we are a new creation in God because we are Christians, because we are in Christ. We are a royal priesthood. We are holy and dearly loved by God. Do not follow preachers that just make you feel bad about yourself and that there's no hope for you. God will help you. Listen to faith-filled preachers, faith-filled teachers that preach the word and tell you the truth about God. But there's some people out there that are really depressing to listen to, and they don't have an accurate view of God, in my opinion. And so I think that we need to be following people on social media who have an accurate, hope-filled view of God, not people who are always sharing the bad stuff that's happening. We want to follow people who are hope-filled. Okay, guys? Okay, and look to God and look to godly mentors in person, people like me that do videos or our Bible studies, other people that you like, that you read books about. Try to ask, try to find a mentor where you live that will meet with you, that you can take out to coffee or something. Ask God for that. And then this is another important thing. Repentance. Repentance is so important. When you, we will always fall short. And we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, but we still live in this fallen world and we still have our part of us that uh, we have not honestly been in agreement with God's word because the word says we are completely new. But there are things in our in our flesh that our flesh wants what our flesh wants and we're not fully developed in the fruit of the spirit. And someday when we get to heaven, we will be fully developed in the fruit of the spirit. We will see fully. The word says right now we see dimly as in a mirror, but then we shall see face to face. Uh, For now we know in part, we prophesy in part, but when the perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. We will know in full when we get to heaven. But right now we're living on this earth, but we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, but we will make mistakes. But when we make mistakes, we repent and turn to the Lord. When we go off on our own and think that we can do things on our own, we just turn your heart to God. And all you do, all repentance is, is saying, God, this is not good for me. I agree with your word. I'm sorry. I repent. I turn away from this sin. Help me to follow you the way you want me to. That's all repentance is. There is no, do you know what the word says? I love this scripture so much. Everybody talks about John 3.16, which I love John 3.16. But does anybody ever talk about John 3.17? If you have your Bible, go to John 3.17. John 3.17. Listen to this. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. You are not condemned. Your sins do not condemn you. 
when you make a mistake, if you hear a condemning voice telling you that you are the worst mom in the world, you're the worst wife in the world, you're a bad person, you can believe that that is the devil coming against you because the word says he did not come into this world to condemn you. He came to give you life. And so the voice that you hear, like for me with my conviction about being more faithful with the people God brings across my path, it's gentle. God tells me gentle things. He doesn't condemn me. He gives me solutions. When he corrects me, I repent and and I go to him and I say, God, you got to help me because my flesh wants what my flesh wants. My flesh doesn't want to repent. My flesh wants what my flesh wants. Help me. And he helps me. I hope that encourages you. Please don't listen to the devil. And you know what, guys? The word says that these are the signs that accompany those who believe. And it didn't just say those who believe right now in the Bible times or those who believe right now that are here in the hearing of my voice. Jesus said, these are the signs that accompany those who believe, period. They will cast out demons in my name. And so if you are hearing condemning voices, if voices are telling you, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, I'm a bad mom, you say, Satan, in Jesus' name, I speak to you, you must go. Satan, in Jesus' name, you must go. You must leave my home. You must leave my husband, my family. You must go in Jesus' name. And at the name of Jesus, he must flee. The devil must flee from you. And you turn your heart, your eyes on Jesus, and you ask him for help, and he will help you. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and I will pray for your finances. Okay, good, good, good. I'm so glad to hear these prayer requests. Okay, the last thing I want to tell you is stand strong and remember that God is for you. Pray for God to give you strength and no fear uh, and pray for all of the aspects of your life and of the Holy Spirit. Oh, goodness. This is the last scripture I'm going to end with. This is Isaiah 11, one through two. It's incredible, you guys. I learned, and I'm sorry this video is a little longer than usual, but I learned about the seven spirits of God, and it was life-changing for me. And the seven spirits of God are the seven aspects of the Holy Spirit. It's one Holy Spirit with seven aspects. It's just like a diamond ring has different cuts and facets, right? It's one diamond ring, but it has different facets in it, okay? So listen to what this talks about with Jesus, and it's talking about the Holy Spirit, okay? So a brand, it says uh, Isaiah 11 and it's verse one through two, one through three. And it's talking about Jesus. Okay. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. This is Jesus. And then listen, I'm going to count these out for you. This is the different aspects of the Holy Spirit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. And so you have all of these things living inside of you that you have access to. And I always ask God for the seven spirits of God when I pray, because I want to give him praise when I see something happen. And the one I I need a lot is the spirit of might. That's the spirit of power. I need that. And so, Lord, I will say, Lord, give me the seven spirits of God, the spirit of the Lord, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, power, and the spirit of the, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. 
And I will ask God for those seven spirits every day. And I'm telling you, it is such a blessing because I will get that spirit of knowledge about a situation. God will tell me something about a situation. I will get that spirit of counsel. He'll give me counseling in my time of need. I'll get that spirit of wisdom about something I'm praying about. So write that scripture down, put it somewhere, start asking God for the seven spirits of God. And so I just, I just want you to, and then the last thing is um, also to speak out God's word. Okay. Create a vision board and a prayer or a prayer binder. Your prayer binder can just be things that you're praying about for your family and you keep them there and you pray them frequently. So you don't forget them praying for your children. Like for me, it was like, pray for my children to be godly, responsible, respectful, fully obedient, totally dedicated to you, hunger for the truth and discerning about friends. And I can honestly say all of those things have happened with my children. And um, it's, it's really remarkable with my children. They're not perfect, but I see the answers to my prayers in my children's lives. And if you want to know more about how to make a prayer binder on our website at helpclubformoms.com is how to make a prayer binder. And it's, uh, I think Kelsey can probably um, grab that. Yes, the verse, Nicole, was Isaiah 11, one through three. Isaiah 11, one through three. And it's one through two, but I also like three too. And um, okay, so go and check out the prayer binder and make a prayer binder just so you can remind yourself of what you want to be praying about, right? The, in Habakkuk, it says, write down, write Habakkuk, I think it's Habakkuk, write down the vision and make it plain so that those who hear may run. Um, you want to write down your goals, your dreams. I have a vision board. My husband and I pray over this vision board every day. I, I pray over my children every day. I just, I, I don't stop praying. I, I just can't live my life without the Lord. You guys, I can't do what he's called me to do at Help Club or even be a wife and a mother without the Lord. And so I just want to encourage you to lean more heavily on the Lord. And I'm going to go down the list and leave your prayer request right now. We're going to start praying for everybody and share the video. If you haven't shared it or tag a friend in the online group, please. Okay. So let's pray. Lord, thank you that you brought Kelsey's marriage back together today. And I pray for all the marriages that are struggling right now, that you will bless them and uh, encourage these women and to know that you have a great marriage for them. Help them, Lord, to repent if there's anything that, they, that they're doing that is hurting their marriage. I pray that their husbands will repent uh, also. But Lord, I pray that you would bring them together and give them new wisdom and grace and love in their marriage and do miracles. And I pray for uh, for Brenna Harstein. Uh, she's a new mom as she navigates being home with her baby. Thank you. That's a sweet prayer, for, uh, Amy. Lord, I pray for Brenna that uh, her that she will learn how to navigate this time and that she will feel your presence. And Lord, especially give her that spirit of might. She probably needs lots of energy because she's probably up all night with a new baby. And anyone here up all night with a new baby or just tired, give them that spirit of power or might uh, from the Holy Spirit, God, and the wisdom that they need in Jesus name. Okay, let's see. Oh, I love this. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pray for these winter jackets. Lord, I pray for uh, my dear friend here who their children lost their brand new winter jackets. I'm praying that they can find them at school. Okay. Lord, I pray for a miracle. I pray that you will help those children find those jackets, that someone will see them somewhere and give them back to them, or you will give the sweet mom the money to buy them new jackets. Lord, your will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven in Jesus name. 
And I pray for God to continue to provide the day-to-day tasks. Uh, I don't know who this one is, but I pray, because uh, I can't see your name, but I, it says, pray God continues to, God knows who you are, to provide the day-to-day tasks to be accomplished around me so I can stay diligent in doing his assignments. Yes, God, I pray that I agree with my dear sister and anyone else here who is struggling with getting their day-to-day tasks done. I pray that they will get it done in Jesus' name. And I pray for my friend here who needs God, uh, who needs a church bus or a van. Oh, okay. Okay, Lord, I pray that they will get a church bus and a van and any of the churches, whatever they need to be provided for them, they will be provided in Jesus name. And, uh, oh, hi, Priscilla, Nebraska. Okay, um, I pray for my sister who is trusting God for a financial miracle breakthrough to start a new project to help the poor orphans, widows, and senior citizens in South Africa. Praise God. And she says, I do tithe with thanksgiving for God for what he's done. I pray for a financial miracle. And I'm so glad she's joining me from South Africa to start a new project to help the poor orphans, widows, and senior citizens. Bless her in South Africa. In Jesus' name. I'm so glad you're here. I don't even know what time it is there. It's probably nighttime for you. And I pray for my dear one here, P, who says, I desire to be so generous and need continued healing and strength. Lord, I pray for her that you would help her to be generous. Everyone here, that we would all be generous, knowing that a generous person, your word says, is refreshed. And that when we give to the Lord, when we give to the poor, we lend to the Lord. And I just pray a blessing, blessing, blessing. Yes, yes, basic. Yes, thank you, Julie Ann. I love you. And then let's see who else has prayer requests here going down the list. Okay. My husband recently lost his job. We did everything we can to keep our home, but we cannot do it. Oh, I just pray that you will give her a home. Oh Lord, my heart is breaking for her right now. And Lord, we just pray that, um, that you will give her a home. Lord, that uh, that you will pay her back what the enemy has stolen from her. Jesus, we declare and decree the thief has been caught. This is in the word. The thief has been caught and he must pay her back seven times what he has stolen. And God, I pray and we declare and decree that she will have a house, even though the even though all of the enemy stole her house or whatever circumstances stole her house. We just declare and decree a new home. She needs a healing. She's been chronically over three, three years now from stress and depression. She's scared. And they feel like they're fish out of water. We're telling our children when a special needs pray for comfort, peace, his presence. Lord, I pray, I pray for a miracle in their situation for just complete financial miracle, health miracle, and blessings in their family that their children will look back on this time and see that their parents walked by faith in this difficult situation in Jesus name. And here's another one. Please pray for finances. Everybody here who needs finances to start their business and charity that God will protect, protect, provide and lead us on this journey. We need contributors to contribute to me to help others. Yes, Lord, I pray and we pray in agreement that you will help them to do that for finances to start their business and their charity. And anyone else who needs that too, Jesus. Thank you, God. And let's see here. Um, Let's see. Uh, Okay. Prayer for you and your family. Thank you. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. Share the video with your friends. Uh, I just love you. And I will see you later. Okay, I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for staying there. It's a long message today. Bye. Hey, Mom. Have you heard about our new Mothering Kit subscription? We just launched it, and we are so excited. We've been looking at all these moms who have been joining us, joining the subscription, and just seeing what it's all about. We've been working on this for so long and we've been so excited to put it into your hands. Over in our mothering kit, we have 
monthly help for your heart as a mom so that you can fill up so that you can pour out. We have a whole mentoring platform over there so that we can help you to become the mom that you feel that you're called to be. We also have help for your home so that you can build a Christ-centered home with Christ-centered traditions for your family. We have help for your marriage, encouragement for you, monthly encouragement with reflection questions, and so much more. We have help for your kids. We want to help you in discipling your kids to know Jesus and to love Him more and to walk with Him all of their days. And we also have a whole worship set for you each month. Our entire subscription is themed and it's really beautiful because you're learning one theme throughout each month and it's going to thread through each part of our subscription. We also have one last thing we really want to tell you about is something in culture that we're tackling, something that's relevant to you and your mothering that you're facing and it's coming at you. And we talk through some of these cultural hot topics that we have to encounter as moms and know what to do and know how to guide our children. So we've added that in there too. And there's more. But if you wanted to just go to myhelpclubformoms.com, you can see what it's all about and sign up for your free 14-day trial. And we hope to see you there. Have a great day.